Thursday of the Beast Keeper's Diary number 7, San Francisco. Hi everybody, uh, welcome back. So the San Francisco or Bay Area chapters are, uh, well they are two chapters. There's one that actually happens in San Francisco slash Marin County, and then another one that, uh, another sort of adventure that happens uh, in the East Bay. Um, so they, in, the, the players get here from San Francisco from Peru, <laughs> and um, uh, they meet up with this other, with uh, one of KJ's uh, other characters, Madame Zorba. <clears throat> I was a little bit surprised uh, at how, uh, you know, they, they were able to track down where the shipment arrived, and then they promptly go and assault this poor old, you know, night watchman uh, who's keeping uh, track of the warehouse, and then they go and you know uh, to just verify, I guess, that the Blue John was there. I wasn't quite sure what was going on, why it was suddenly so important for them that they uh, went and do this. But um, you know, they managed to set up the uh, the stakeout and and tail them. And it's kind of funny because you know we're, nowadays we're so used to cell phones and being able to contact anybody uh, you know at any time and you know, to suddenly be put in the situation, well, well, wait a second, you don't, you know, you have no way of knowing where someone else is. Um, you can't contact them instantaneously. You need to send somebody back. That was kind of funny. Um, so, um, you know, they managed to get uh, over to the <coughs> uh, warehouse uh, where it, uh, the Blue John has been delivered. And they then, so they, they go into the, to, you know, this little temple and, um, you know, it's pretty clear that, you know, you think about it, they, they roll in the Blue John, they go in, it's not there anymore. But clearly it's been moved somewhere. And they didn't really think about, well, what happened to these big, you know, not necessarily oil, uh, I mean, uh, uh, you know, 55-gallon uh, drum containers. They weren't quite that big, or at least I didn't, I didn't think they would be quite that big. They didn't really think about that. And instead they spent all this time trying to spy on this, you know, this deep one hybrid priest um, to the extent of, okay, well, so they're looking around the building, so I'm improvising furi furiously as to, you know, well, what else is around in this building, and then I figured, you know, and then, like, okay, who's upstairs, and, and so they can drill this hole, and I'm going, what is this? Is this a scene out of From Russia with Love? I mean, you're trying to, to spy on this guy? You know, you were already, you were all perfectly willing to go assault this warehouse night watchman, and you're not going to do anything to this Deep One hybrid priest who's, you know, clearly, you know, alien of some, or at least certainly non-human. Uh, and you're, you know, sort of, you know, uh, pussyfooting around and trying to, well, you're just going to spy on him? I mean, you went and assaulted this other guy. Just go and knock this guy out. Um, so that was that was pretty funny. And, and David going down into the sewers of San Francisco to try to figure out where the, the tunnels are. And they basically wasted a, a whole day trying to do this. So I figured that, you know, based on the timeline that is suggested in the in the scenario itself, I figured they basically blew the chance to um, to find the clues regarding the Blue John, which will be an interesting little bit when I get to the end, because um, they basically missed an entire, um, you know, an entire big section of the scenario. And I'm a little concerned. You know, I'll have a few more comments when I talk about the end of the whole campaign, but the whole bit of the Blue John, um, you know, it's it's brought up. It's a it's a big thing in the Peru chapter. You know, that they're 
they're, they're, the whole thing is they've got the Migo uh, helping mine the Blue John, and it's being sent off to San Francisco. And yet there's very little, you know, unless the characters are really very direct about it. If they're careful or if they're slow, there's really no chance for them to, to catch these clues unless you're being very, very helpful. Um, so that was not quite so... Uh, so, you know, fun for me. I, you know, they weren't able to get into this fight with the with the deep ones underneath the temple and and find the uh, the incense and all that. So at that point, um, you know, I pretty much just gave them the scrap that said Pearl Beach because that's that's kind of one of the things you sort of have to find. If you don't, then you miss the whole big set piece. Now the Pearl Beach thing is was an interesting little bit. Um, I had to take big, big fudges in that section. If you actually, if you listen to it, it really does sound like, um, you know, they they plant these explosives. These explosives go off. They hit the car. Okay, so the car I had, I didn't have a problem with. Uh, Long Fu has his particular thing that pretty much I figured makes him near invulnerable. Everyone else in the car is killed, of course. <clears throat> and at that point, okay, so the, the things go off, the explosives go off, and I would think, or my thought was that realistically, these cultists should just go berserk all over the place trying to figure out what's going on and, you know, and basically try to drive away the intruders. And I felt that, well, if they do that, then the investigators pretty much completely miss their chance to, f to find out more about what's going on. Um, they lose a big clue in the canopic jar um, with um, uh, uh, no fruit liver. They miss seeing Hydra. They miss seeing Long Fu. They miss the conversation that's going on there. And it was, you know, it's kind of a, you know, and, and the the scenario of the book has a kind of a nice picture, which which was from the original uh, fungi from Yagoth. And so I kind of wanted to show them that too. So I I kind of had them acting somewhat unrealistically, and. Um, I was really, I was I was disappointed that um, the other two characters couldn't be there for the end of that because the the boat if 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 um, Carol had been there to to uh, to run her characters being in the boat that could have been an interesting little side piece, um, but instead you know so I had that whole firefight goes on and <coughs> um, although they're fairly heavily armed and are, I was I was debating do I really want to give them super big penalties because they're kind of taking shots from long distance and rifles are better than sh and handguns by a long shot uh, no pun intended but um, still they're far enough away that they should be getting penalties and I just say well okay well you know I can if I need to I can throw enough uh, uh, you know I can throw cultists at them to the point where okay well so they just dive into the to the oceans so I, I felt that it it in the end it kind of came out okay, but I was unhappy with the way that it kind of got set up. Um, if I had had a, I think I I I think I just goofed when I gave them dynamite. Um, they're really uh, I I should I should have known what the players were going to do with that, and so either um, just you know give them you know just said I'm sorry you don't have any or um, you know try tried really hard not to do that. Uh, not to let that section, or not, not to let the dynamite really influence the um, uh, the adventure. The second part was pretty interesting. I, I really, again, I kind of did a bit of a fudge, because I, I should have checked beforehand, because I actually have the character sheets in my possession. Um, I should have checked ahead of time who had the most hit points so that I could throw this horrible, awful thing at them. And um, 
the the whole thing in the East Bay. By the way, I think the East Bay is a bit of a a, a nod at the Chaosium itself because um, the Chaosium's offices uh, at that time were in the East Bay. Uh, actually, I think then they were either in Albany. I think they were still in Albany, which you know this this place is in Oakland, but I still think it was pretty. I think it was pretty obviously supposed to you know to be kind of a nice little in joke uh, to that. Um, the the research station itself <coughs> is kind of interesting, but there's a, a the the map of the of the research station and the description don't match very well because the the sort of the displays <coughs> for these labs um, they kind of talk about um, you know these labs are all one story below ground, so you're kind of getting the gallery view. Well, there's no map of the the bottom floor. So you don't know, you know, so where are they going in and out? Um, if something happens and they need to evacuate, which they had to do, you know, how are they getting out? There's got to be stairs up, you know, there's got to be ways of moving the equipment around, storing it. So um, I, I should have noticed that and I didn't. And so I just, you know, okay, fine. Well, you just, you just work around it. You just say, well, it didn't really happen that way. And they're really, the labs are at ground level and, and whatnot. I mean, you know, that, that sort of super realism isn't really necessary, but... Um, the fact that these labs are supposed to be below ground, you'd think, well, they're not going to take a ladder and just climb up. There's going to be uh, doors to a bottom level under there, and so having that level would be useful. Um, they, because of the way they did the uh, the uh, tour and breaking in, or not breaking in, but kind of you know separating themselves and and going off and investigating Dr. Dieter. Um, Again, there was no way really for that for sort of the rest, the second half of the scenario to take place. Uh, they just kind of instantly, you know, they went back in, and of course by that point they're going to have guards there. I mean, that's just pretty obvious. So that was kind of a good way to sort of keep them out of the, um, keep them from going in there a second time. But then they decided, well, we need to go to Giza right away. And so, you know, because of the way the scenario was set up, the, this other person that's supposed to get in contact with them supposed to contact them that night. Well, if they decide to get on the train right away, well, guess what? The train leaves from, you know, Oakland, um, and they already had to take the ferry to get from San Francisco to Oakland because the Bay Bridge wasn't there uh, in the in the early 20s or late 20s. Um, so they had no reason to go back to their hotel. They just went straight to the straight station. And at that point, well, now it's really hard realistically to say this guy um, who's supposed to contact them can really do that. I suppose you could have said, well, he could have followed them or whatnot, but, I mean, that would kind of blow this guy's cover. And you know, it, and by that point, well, they were so interested in getting off to Giza that I decided, well, okay, fine. Um, you know, they don't really need to go through this part. Although, again, that kind of, um, that'll sort of show up again at the end. And um, I, I don't know whether that's just my own fault for not realizing, you know, for not seeing how the, these players are, you know, how my players are likely to react. Um, or if it's kind of a problem with the scenario that, um, you know, these two fairly important side plots kind of come in right towards the very end. There's not as much of a, uh, they're not really brought in a little bit earlier. When Day of the Beast was rewritten, uh, the original fungi from Yagoth, these all came in at the end. With Day of the Beast, one of the side plots came in a little bit earlier, but not. it's not quite so obvious that what's happening over there is also what's happening here. In fact, it's very hard to figure that out um, until this other NPC makes contact. Um, and they, 
know that they need to go in a second time or if they actually find what they're supposed to look for um, in the first one. <coughs> so anyway, they've, um, they've decided to uh, head off to Giza with a bit of a detour through New York. Um, so uh, I think I'll talk about that one. Uh, since I'm running a little bit long, I'll talk about uh, their trip back to New York and uh, then the final Giza showdown in the next Keeper's Diary. So until then, see you later. Bye-bye.